Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Today is Saturday, April 8th, 2023. Last night, Indiana dropped to 20-10, 5-2 in the Big Ten, being dominated by Iowa's ace pitcher Brody Brecht in his best outing of the year so far. The Hoosiers were only able to muster one run on four hits, losing the series opener 7-1. The media spoke with head coach Jeff Mercer and shortstop Philip Glasser following the game. Yeah, he's got a little bit of an injury, so he's kind of day-to-day. So hopefully we can kind of came up in the middle last weekend, and he just wasn't right. So kind of had to get him out of there. And uh, So hopefully here, maybe Sunday, maybe Tuesday, if everything goes well. So, uh, no, he didn't do anything wrong. Just, just kind of banged up a little bit. Obviously, Brody's a pretty good arm out there for Iowa, mm-hmm. but was it just more him being phenomenal, or was there something off in your approach today? No, I would say he was just pretty good. I, I thought we were super competitive to him. Um, we did everything that we, a couple of times, guys got in between. We kind of did everything that we had outlined to do. It's just you have to establish you can be on fastball timing and then recognize the off-speed pitch from there. And, and we did. He threw the changeup a little bit more than than I thought he would, um, especially to the lefties, which isn't totally surprising. Um, but, no, I, I didn't think we did anything necessarily wrong against him. Like you said, he's, he's really good, right? He's really good. You don't see many college pitchers that 98 to 100 on a, on a, as a starter. The, the, the sidearm guy was just a really unique look. I thought we could have been probably a little bit more competitive to him. Uh, but at the same time, I, I haven't hit in 10 years. So, you know, when I, it's hard because when you face a guy like the starter and then you go to, to, to the sidearm guy, it's just such a different look. And you've trained all week to try to prepare yourself for something like that or for the starter. And then that guy comes in, did a really good job. It was a good, they do it on purpose, obviously, to, to change the look completely. and. Now, normally those guys, it kind of sinks a little bit more and his kind of like it was a sidearm, but it kind of rose, especially up and just did a great job. No, I, I really wasn't upset with us offensively. You just you do the best that you can. You compete the best of your abilities. And we had an inning or two where we had a chance at a couple guys on base. You know, Bobby leads off with that line drive, second baseman catches it, and then Devin gets a hit. We have a chance to have an inning and don't come through, hit double play ball. And, and so if, if the ball goes, you know, a foot one way or the other, all of a sudden you got a couple of runs and – and, uh, and it makes it a bit more interesting. But, you know, there until the, until the ninth, it's a, it's a really good college baseball game and came up on the short end of it. I don't want to use jealousy as the word, but when you have a guy throwing 100 miles an hour who's yeah. a pitcher out there and yeah. you don't have, like, something to counter that and you're kind of piecing it together Friday or that's the best you can do, do you get jealous? Or what's your thought when you, you know, when a guy, when they have somebody to throw out of Friday, you know, and you don't have the counter yeah. to it when someone's that good? Well, I, I would say probably the rest of college baseball is jealous when you have a guy throwing a, started throwing 100 miles an hour. So, no, we, we'll have guys that, that will be, you know, Connor Foley is going to be a guy that's going to throw really hard and be really good someday. And he's just – he's really good right now. So, I, I you know, you have to grow those guys up. They, they don't they don't uh, pop out of, out of nowhere. You have to grow them up and you have to develop them, recruit them, and they did a really good job. So, you know, we, we talk about it's six runs or less. And, and 90% of our games is going to give us a chance to win the ball game. And the reality is six of their seven runs weren't necessarily unearned, but were handed between free bases, hit by pitches, and two errors. So if you make them earn all their runs, then we're in a one-to-one ball game in the, in the ninth inning, and you got a chance there. So the one, the one you know, run that they essentially earned completely was the one-two homer to left center. So we have to do those things. And as we talked about before the game, yes, he's really good 
Um, yes, he's going to win them a lot of ball games. But the reality is if we do what we should do as far as attack the strike zone, not give away freebies, take care of the ball, we're still on a we're still on a one to one or a two to one ball game into the eighth or ninth inning, and you have a chance to win, and, and we just weren't able to do that. So, you know, more power to them. And uh, but there'll, there'll be a there'll be a time where we have we have guys. I don't know if it'll be a hundred mile an hour guys, but we'll have guys that do those things. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys that have watched Luke Sennard throw this year and said, man, oh man, I'd like to have Luke Sennard too. So we'll get to see him tomorrow. You threw a few uh, freshmen out today that haven't had a ton of innings. Was there a certain point where you didn't want to throw you some of your high leverage guys, and what was that point? They all have the stuff to be able to get outs, and you got it. If you're going to run, essentially, what we do is a, it's a very high school centric model where you, you're development centric on, you know, on in every facet of the game. So you have to rely on those guys, and for us to be successful in the long run of the season, those guys are going to have to give us innings. And they have really good stuff. You know, Connor Foley's 92 to 98. Yeah, he's going to have really good stuff. He's going to be really good. Aiden Decker Petty's been good for us. You know, Katsky's is a, is a really good breaking ball guy. He hung one a little bit, guy doubled it. But th- those are guys that, that all have earned the opportunity to be in there and they have good enough stuff to have success. And they, for the most part, Padana did, did a pretty good job. They kept us in the fight. And, uh, and, and eventually those guys will be guys that are high leverage, high leverage arms. And, uh, will be in there in, in tied or, or plus or plus situations, but um, you know you, you you never you never you're not punting you're not giving it away you're 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 putting guys out there that have the stuff to get outs have the capabilities of doing that but they need to continue to grow and develop and for us to do things that we want to do in the last three or four weeks of the season they're they're going to have to be major contributors. You guys have faced a sort of premier list of uh, pitchers: your Savage, ECU, Holy Cross, Indiana State, Cooper, Iowa State, now Brody. Um, every pitcher different, but were you trying to model your approaches after a previous guy that you faced of that similar caliber? Well, he, he as similar as he could be to Yusevich from ECU. Yusevich has more has more stuff. He's got he's more pitchable. He's got more off speed, um, more variety to his game. It, the Breck hit just does harder, right? It just it's just high high octane. So it's all a little bit different. But you know, f- for him, since I try to make him a two pitch guy and establish that you can turn the fastball around and then. Try to make him uncomfortable throwing his fastball. Yeah. So you, you do the best that you can, but he, he is kind of his own he's his own entity. You know, the coupe kid from Ohio State, it's a slider machine. And so it's a shotgun spray fastball with a heavy slider dose. And if you just see enough sliders, you know, it's it's a hittable pitch, right? It, it's it's metrically a, a good pitch, but it's not an impossible pitch to, to, to manage. And we manage it really well. We handle it, right? Um, the Yusevich kid at ECU, has three or four metrically like elite elite pitches. Um, you know he's got he's got one and a half right. He's got one and a half real elite pitches and and he and, and they were good enough to, to give us fits. He, like I said, you do the best you can to model it after somebody else, um, but but he's kind of a unicorn and, and, the, and it's just it's just the velocity. Can I ask you going with that? Is sorry that um is that how relieved are you tomorrow to not face? First Holy Cross, now Brett, two of the best arms you're going to see all year. How, how relieved are you tomorrow to see someone else who's a little bit lower profile? I mean, everybody's good, but it's not quite yeah. that profile you're seeing. Well, if you saw the kid that we're going to see tomorrow, you would you would know that I'm not terribly relieved because he's about as good. So uh, metrically-wise, the kid tomorrow is probably better uh, better stuff-wise as far as, like, full pitchability and stuff. So it, it is what it is when you want to you gotta you want to play at this level you want to play at a national level you got to put your big boy pants on and go play at that level and you're gonna you're gonna run into those guys you know, the, the thing that i that i take from it is you know we, we play five or six freshmen and sophomores every day 
what an awesome experience for those guys. You want to go play at the national level? Then jump in the deep end and go. You know, we threw, what did we throw tonight? Three, what was it? Let's see. We threw three freshmen tonight on the mound and a junior. So it's like, you, you want to go play at this level? Then go play at this level. And so those guys will grow up and they'll get better. You know, I remember, you know, my first year, I think at Indiana, we won the Big Ten. And I think I would put Iowa's eight seed in the first round of the tournament. So they didn't wake up overnight with with first round arms. That was a process. And Rick Keller's an awesome coach and did a great job and built it built it the right way. And, you know, those guys are, are really good. So, um, you know, today's over with and you have to move on. And tomorrow, tomorrow will be its own battle. I, I can promise you that. You mentioned kind of the opportunities you guys had tonight. Yeah. You've got Luke Snard going tomorrow. You yeah. guys have been so good on Sunday and at home. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you telling the guys after a game like this to kind of just you know maintain focus on the rest of the series? Yeah, I, I just I just told them you know when when it, you, you watch a heavyweight fight when you watch you know, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman, you watch a heavyweight fight. It's what's it, 15 rounds? You watch a 15 round fight. The goal each weekend is to win a series. So the year we won the Big Ten, we lost three or four Friday nights, came back and won the series. Last weekend, we lost a Friday night, we came back and won the series. We're in a great spot on the mound. We're, we're locked and loaded where we need to be at on the mound. Uh, the guy tomorrow is going to be really good, um, but, but a, a little bit more miss, right? a little bit a little bit you know, higher free bases. So we have to take advantage of those things and just told him, okay, so you, you live and you learn. <clears throat> Rick Keller is a great coach. The way they hold runners at second base, when we played them last year, I stole the system from him. I, just, I told him that. I called him afterwards. I was like, hey, because we're friends, big time deer hunter. I called him and I said, hey, listen, we're going to steal your system at second base, how you hold runners, just so you know. He said, that's fine. I stole from somebody else. <laughs> we haven't given a stolen base up at third base the entire year. So I told the guys the same thing. When you watch a good team play, so they didn't get free bases, not terribly, and they played clean defense, which we talked about we were going to have to do. We were going to have to play clean defense, although we made a couple of spectacular plays. I don't want to take that away. Lasher made a couple of really good plays. Cerny returned a couple of really good double plays. We played good defense. Bobby makes a great catch in left center. But we're gonna have to play, we're gonna have to play as close to air free as you can. And we're gonna we're gonna have to be able to not give them free bases on the mound. And so when you watch a team that doesn't give away free bases and took care of the ball completely, just watch and learn. Okay, so you live and learn and adjust. It's a it's a three-round fight. They got round one. So you got, you know, my dad would always say, you know, when something bad happened, you got to, you got tonight to sulk and mope about it. But tomorrow morning, you know, pick, you know, put your hard hat on, grab your lunch pail and go back to work. There's, there's no, there's no place for, uh, you know, for tuck tailing and, and acting like a big baby. So you get up tomorrow morning and you play, you play like a, you know, like a grown man and, and you go back to work. So, and that's why I told him afterwards, I said, our effort, our intent, everything we need to do. And you know, we've played probably 30 games now. I didn't think we were as engaged as we should be on Tuesday. I thought we were tired and hung over from the travel in Penn State. I didn't think we were terribly engaged. And Indiana State's a great team, and no offense. like We just didn't play to our normal standard. Today, I didn't have a problem with our effort. I thought we were engaged. We played hard. You just you ran into like an incredible arm um, who pitched like it and, and didn't give you any really freebies. And then we had a few mistakes that they're, they're going to make you pay for. So you live and learn just like I stole their, their holding around second base system. You live and learn and get better for tomorrow and just go be as competitive and fight it out. It's, it's, the series is still to be had by somebody, and so we have to get up tomorrow morning with the intent to take the first game to now make Sunday a rubber match. Take two more. Uh, hey, Coach, going off of that, what type of adjustments are you looking to make for the rest of the series? Yeah, we just have to, make, we just have to play good defense. You can't, you can't give away runs with, with, with real arms, with real pitching staff. 
They've got, if you look at Stuff Plus, you look at all the different metrics, they have one of the best pitching staffs in the country. It's not just that kid, it's the rest of them too. So you're going to have to play clean baseball and not give away opportunities. You know, we get two outs in the first inning. We hit a guy, we make an error third base, right? And now we give single, there's a run. So you just handed it. You had two outs and nobody on, right? We, we handed away a run in those moments. We get to the ninth inning um, and we make an error. And we have two free bases. It's like you, you just can't give those moments away. So that would be the big thing for us. Offensively, we're just going to have to compete. You're, you're just going to have to, you know, you get this conversation because you'll, you'll hear guys on uh, online or gurus or, You'd be like, well, I'm going to sit on a pitch and guess a pitch, right? Have you ever tried to guess when a guy's on 100 miles an hour? Like, it's almost it's almost impossible to be able to do that. So you have guys that will have that conversation back and forth. Should you guess? Should you sit pitches? Whatever it is. And and the good thing is, I think that probably puts it to bed. You're, you're going to have to establish you can be on fastball timing and adjust down from there. So I think those those are good things to live and learn through, and then get up tomorrow and and, and go compete to the best of your goals offensively. Hopefully next time Bobby gets a line drive, second baseman seen in six inches to his right, we can lead off an inning with the double or triple and, and kind of have an inning from there. You know, Morgan Coppy comes off the bench and has a double and, and a pinch hit, which was really big for us in that moment and gives us the chance. We didn't capitalize, but things like that. We're just going to have to start innings off well and, and then try to find a way to go finish them. Taylor was the one to break through and get the hit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty big to have your freshman yeah. do that. Uh, what was it that he specifically did to be able to to, to, to break through and, and yeah. be the one to do that? Yeah, Devin, Devin has great bat speed. Devin has great bat speed, like really elite uh, rotator. And so when, when Devin doesn't overswing, and which is easy for me to say because I can't, I can't hit the ball half as hard or half as far as he does. But when he stays simple, he's really, really hard to beat. And so you, you look at a couple of times when he'll kind of overswing or get a little bit big with his feet um, in his first about or two. But he, he stayed simple and, and is able to, to, to flatten a fastball. So that was the big thing I, I saw from him was when he when he just stays simple and trusts himself and, and uses God-given ability, he's, he's really, really special. And, and when he gets too big, he's still special, right? In either way, he has success, but he's got he has a chance to do really, really good things when, when he – Keeps his feet simple and doesn't overswing, and and, and just you know, finds the barrel consistently, and that's what he did. And turned around, a, you know, I'm sure it was 99 or whatever it was. Turned it around to his pull side, um, and he's capable of doing that against anybody. Um, with your numbers in the past four or five games, do you think uh, guys are starting to pitch to you a little bit differently? Do you do you sort of feel that at the plate? Yeah, they're uh, they're they're pitching me well. Um, obviously, just haven't been swinging as well as I have been the last uh, five games. But just getting back to work, you know, it's sometimes just baseball. You don't swing as well every game, but that's why you have a sixty game season. What do you see from the Iowa pitching staff so far this weekend? I know you guys have got another tough matchup tomorrow. Yeah, Breck, Breck, uh, you got tip your cap. You know, he was he was on fastball and slider, and then uh, the guy they brought out of the pen was a totally different profile and. Uh, you know, got on you pretty well. So they did a good job, you know, matching those guys up against us. And, you know, sometimes you have to tip your cap. How hard, what do you call it? How hard is it to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball? I'm sure, obviously, I've rolled as Chapman. I've seen a bunch of throwing it. Several guys in the big leagues you don't see it often in college. How hard is it to do that in college? Yeah, um, you know, I think I think we were prepared for the fastball. But, you know, it is tough. You know, obviously, you got to be on time and be ready to go and, you know, stay super flat. You know, there's not as much room for error as is, you know, 90 miles an hour. But... Hunter, it's still hittable. You just got to be, you know, a little more perfect with things. How important is it for your next game to kind of shift that momentum throughout the maybe first, second, third inning on those pitches to kind of hop on and 
like take the momentum from him like tonight? You just kind of got on the roll and then there was no looking back. Yeah, um, I think we had a couple innings that we could have kind of broke open and, mm -hmm. you know, some things didn't go our way. And, you know, we know we're a good offense. We lost last Friday, came back, won the series, and that's the ultimate goal this weekend is to, you know, win tomorrow and then uh, win on Sunday, get a series win here at home. Last couple of games, you you guys faced some ridiculous pitchers, only one run across. How tough is it to kind of keep confidence through all of that? It's just sticking to, you know, what you do every day. You don't get away from anything approach-wise or what you do. Um, sometimes pitchers, you know, they make they make pitches and obviously sometimes hit the ball, you know, right at guys. So just sticking to what you do, you know, no, not panicking or anything, and uh, just, just uh, staying steady with everything. What's the mood like in the locker room tonight, knowing that you have to a quick turnaround tomorrow? Yeah, obviously those guys, you know, we're all you know, disappointed to lose Friday here at home, but uh, as Coach Merce always, always says, you get one to two hours, and then, you know, after that second hour tonight, you know, take a shower, everything, go to bed, and then tomorrow we got to be here early and then just be ready to go pitch number one. You had quite a play there where you, where you uh, crossed over pretty much over into the four hole and then got that, uh, got that runner out. Can you talk a little bit about just how that went? Yeah, I got a good jump on the ball, and then uh, Cerny and I work really well together, and, you know, we communicated as the ball was coming that I was going to take it, so he kind of let me take it. It's an easier angle from shortstop, and then Brock, you know, with an unbelievable stretch. Coach Morris, you kind of talked about throwing a lot of freshmen in the fire, playing a really good team like Iowa, and playing a lot of freshmen. What can you say about how the freshmen have played so far? Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're doing a really good job. The freshmen on the mound, they're attacking, you know, throwing strikes, and, you know, trusting us behind. Um, obviously, the biggest thing with pitching is having confidence in your defense, and our position player group's more, a little more experienced, you know, bringing seven guys from last year. So, you know, we know as a position, position player group, we got to be, you know, on top of everything defensive-wise to give those guys as much confidence as possible. But they, they've done great. Um, you guys have sort of built up this reputation uh, as, a, as a comeback team. Sometimes after losses, guys will be in here uh, in the cages doing work. Do you anticipate some guys will be doing cage work tonight or with the early start tomorrow? Is that just going to be handled tomorrow? Yeah, everyone, everyone's got their, you know, different routine. Um, I think most of those guys are going to go home, rest up, get in here early tomorrow, and, you know, get going. That will conclude this media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. The Hoosiers have a quick turnaround with a 12 noon first pitch for Game 2 of the series with Iowa on Saturday. That contest will be televised.